Hello, and welcome to the Feral Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Dawn, and today's episode is a Q&A show where I'm going to be answering some questions about working with demons, as well as a great question about staying motivated when manifesting your desires. Before we get into things, I want to let you know that I have recorded a brand new free meditation for you, but unfortunately, I couldn't upload it to the podcast. I didn't realize this, but with Spotify content rules, if you have a music-based episode, that can't go on your regular show. So it's going to be available over on my YouTube channel, which I'll link up below. This is a 20-minute meditation with Lucifer's N being chanted quietly in the background 108 times. This is really great for you if you're new to working with Lucifer and you want to connect with the entity, or if you already have a relationship with him and you just want to be in his frequency and attuned to his frequency even more. All you have to do is pop your headphones in, sit back, relax, and if you feel called to chant along with the demonic end, you can totally do that, or you can just, you can just be in the vibe and enjoy. I'm also going to be recording more meditations with the other ends of the elemental demons, and those will all be up on my YouTube channel as well. I also want to let you know that this Friday, the 9th, we are having our very first demonic new moon ceremony. And I am so excited to share this with you because I've never done this before. This this idea came through when I was meditating with Belial, as a lot of my recent business ideas have come through. And when the idea dropped in, it was like every cell in my body was just like, fuck yes, this is going to be so much fun. So this is going to be a guided ritual process where we meet together over Zoom and you don't have to have an altar set up. You don't have to have anything special. It's going to be a guided process where all you do is pop your headphones in and follow along. But I'll be walking you through this process of meeting with Lucifer and the elemental demons in the underworld to do some shadow work because demons are phenomenal at helping us see those aspects within ourselves that get to shift, that get to be brought into the light so we can experience more self-acceptance, more self-love and wholeness. This ritual is $35 and if you do participate, you're going to get the replay sent out the following day. So if you wanna take yourself through the process again on your own time, you're able to do that. I will have that all linked up below and then the final thing that I want to share with you is that there are still a few spots left for this round of Awaken Your Inner Witch. This is my six-week one-to-one mentorship program for those who are called to work the path of witchcraft with Lucifer and the demonic. We're going to be diving really deep into developing your psychic abilities, creating customized spells and rituals, and working with Lucifer and the demonic for personal and spiritual growth. So if you're ready to dive into working with consciousness in this way, if you're feeling called to this high level of support, it's application only. I will link up the program details in the show notes. And if you have any questions at all, just send me a DM over on Instagram at I am Kelly Dawn. Okay, let's get into the questions. Let me just pull them up here. Okay, question number one. How do you stick to your goals and hold on to that initial feeling of motivation when manifesting? I love this question because I think it's safe to say that most of us have been in that position where when we first get the idea drop in to manifest something and we first start taking action and visualizing, it's so easy to feel motivated. It's so easy to have that fire within us that propels us forward. But then after a little while, if we're not seeing results right away, that initial fire can start to dwindle until it's kind of like a little, like a little dull spark that we want to get back. So a few things that I do when I notice this coming up for me. 
Firstly, I will dive deep into the visualization and really focus on putting myself in the end result so I can put myself into that frequency. And this should feel amazing for you. Like if you're manifesting something and you're truly immersing yourself in the end result of things being done and it doesn't light your fucking soul on fire, you need a bigger goal. You need something bigger to manifest because it's not doing it for you. This should feel so damn good that you don't want to get up from your meditation bench or you want to do the the big scary things just because it feels so good to imagine yourself in this end result that the the actions that are going to help you get there you don't care if they're scary you don't care if they're uncomfortable you're going to do it anyway because you felt that frequency of that end result through the visualization process and you want to be in that as often as possible So what you want to do is get yourself over there in the end result with the visualization, immersing yourself in it using as many senses as possible until you are just soaked in the frequency, soaked in the vibe of that end result of your manifestation. And then when you're in that frequency, come back into the present moment and go throughout your day. Because what we don't want to do is just sit around fantasizing all day and not living our life and not being present because the present moment is where everything is accessible to us. And the magic really happens when we attune to the frequency of what it is we want to call in through the visualization process. And and you can be doing ritual work and other things here as well, but we're focusing on visualizing here. So really immersing yourself in this end result, getting into the frequency of it through that mini mind movie that you're playing of you already having the experience that you want. And then with that frequency fully coming into the present moment. And so everything that's available that's a match for that is going to be right there, right accessible for you. That right there is going to change your state in a massive way and you're going to move through your day in the frequency of things already being done, that alone is going to ignite that fire. The other thing you want to do is bring your physiology into this. I I just watched the Tony Robbins Rise Summit. It was a three, no, he did three days with a bonus fourth day event on YouTube. And he talks about this stuff all the time. It's really powerful. And there's an entire YouTube not YouTube, it's on YouTube. It's a TED Talk by Amy Cuddy where she talks about this physiology and how it can change our internal state. And this is something as simple as doing a Superman pose or a superhero pose where you put your hands on your hips, your shoulders back and your chin held high. I'm doing it right now as I'm recording the podcast. (laughs) We're in it together. You put your hands on your hips and you hold that pose for two minutes. And you just stand tall and you allow yourself to just be in this really strong, powerful energy. Doing that for two minutes is going to change your internal state. And the other pose that she talks about in the TED Talk, I believe it's called a victory pose, where you stand with your arms up in the air in a Y shape, just like you have, you've won the game, you've won the medal, you're doing your victory lap, hands in the air. We see Olympic athletes and pro athletes do this all the time. Um, And you just hold that pose for a minute or two, and that is going to change how you feel internally. And if you combine that with the visualization, you're gonna move through your day very differently, and that motivation is going to just be naturally present. It's not gonna feel like something you have to work hard to cultivate. And then the third things I wanna share with you around this is connecting to deeper levels of your why. 
And so you probably have a surface level reason of why you want to manifest a new experience, but I want you to go deeper and deeper and deeper with that, like six, seven layers deep until you get to the actual core of why this is so important to you. And when you get to that core, that is going to ignite you. That is going to propel you forward. So that motivation, again, it's not going to be something that has to be forced. It's who you are. Like you can't imagine yourself not having this experience that you're manifesting. And so you just become the person who has it. And that natural fuel, that natural fire and motivation is just there as a result of who you are being. Okay, let's move on to question number two which is how do various underworld deities like Lucifer, Hades, Lilith, and Hecate interact with the Goetic Infernals? Is there a hierarchy in terms of working with specific ones? Okay, so I don't see there being a demonic hierarchy. And I know that other people, they are completely on board with that. That's never really vibed with me. Now, back when I first started working with demons, I did feel that there was one though. I had this huge fear of working with Lucifer because I thought he was the big guy. Like he was the big prince of hell, the big kahuna. And I thought that I had to work my way up to having a connection with him and kind of go through that hierarchy, go up that ladder with the other demons first. And even though I held that belief for a short period of time before I really got into doing this work, it changed very quickly when Lucifer made his presence known and it was unmistakable that I was meant to work with him. And that kind of threw that whole idea right at the window. I'm like, well, I guess I'm not working my way up to anything because Lucifer has come a calling and he has made his presence very known to me and made it known to me that it's time to start working together. So with that being said, I do feel like there is a difference in frequency when we're working with demons. So Lucifer's frequency is very, very different than the frequency of Morax. And Lucifer's frequency is very, very different than the frequency of Lilith. But it's not like one is necessarily better than the other. And I even want to say that it's not like one is necessarily stronger than the other, just because our relationship with the demonic is so unique. It's unique to us as individuals. And so while I have a very strong connection with Lucifer, and I feel like his energy is probably one of the strongest energies I've felt, I know for other people, they have that same intense connection with King Payman or with Hades. And it's it's not better or worse. It's just different based on our individual codes and what we're meant to access at that point in time. So I don't feel there's a hierarchy. I do, however, feel there is a difference in frequency. And in terms of working with these different entities, I believe we can work with them all. However, not necessarily all at the same time if they don't mesh. Like I wouldn't work with demons at the same time that I'm working with my ancestors. And I wouldn't work with demons at the exact same time that I'm working with fairies or angels or any other type of entity. Now, other people, they mix entities together with no problem whatsoever. We have a lot of examples of people who work very well with angels and demons at the same time because they find those energies balance each other out really well. This is just my personal experience, my personal preference. Uh, What I do recommend if you are wondering with the specific entities to work with at once is to ask them themselves. Just grab a pendulum if you want to get a clear yes or no, or you can do some channeling, whatever communication method works best for you, and just ask them like, hey, 
we've been working together for a while. I'm also feeling the call to work with so-and-so. Do you feel it would be a good fit for us? And in my experience working with a demonic, they are very blunt, they're very straightforward, and you're going to know you're going to get a very clear yes or no, whether you feel that in your body, whether you get a visual or an audible answer, like you're going to know if it's a yes or a no. To be on the safe side, I keep them separate. If you're brand new to this work, I think it's better to be safe than sorry when it comes to this kind of stuff. So if you're brand, brand new, keep them separate and go from there and incorporate other entities as you see fit, as you as you gain more experience. Okay, next question. Um, I found myself pursuing a creative path. I now DJ and do background acting for TV and film, and I'm in school for music production. What demons support the arts? I've come across Dantalian and Payman. Okay, great question. There is a way of working with demons where you have a specific aspect of your life that you want to improve and you go out and you find the demon that is known to help people with that aspect. A lot of people work that method. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. However, that's never been my path with them. What I've enjoyed doing is working with a very small handful of demons and building deeper relationships with them and going to those demons for the different things that I need help with or guidance with or support with instead of venturing out and exploring a lot of the different demons out there. With that being said, I have had spirits drop in, especially lately with the publication of the book. This has been happening more and more. I've had different demons come through in meditation and in through dreams, making it known that they want to work with me and they are outside the the realm of the usual handful of demons that I work with. And so I feel that's a really important thing to, to notice here too, is that Demons will make their presence known. Like when they want to work with you, if they feel it's a good match for where you are on your journey, you're going to know. And something that you can do if you want to put some feelers out is either in meditation, you can go in and if you're already working with a demon, you can have a conversation with that demon and ask them like, hey, I really want to explore this part of inner work. Is there a demon that can support me with this? And that demon that you work with regularly can act as a guide and a supportive ally to bring in new demons who would be beneficial for you to work with. And another thing you can do is write a note before you go to sleep, like literally grab a pen and piece of paper, write on a note that you want to connect with a demon specifically to help you with the arts or whatever area it is that you want guidance and support in and ask that If there is a demon who you're meant to work with at this point in time for that specific person, request that they come through to you in a dream and that you wake up with a clear answer. Nine times out of 10, this is only gonna take a night or two and you're gonna know right away if there's a demon that you are meant to explore a relationship with. Okay, final question. I'm newly diving into demonolatry and want to establish meaningful long-term relationships with those who feel like a mutual match. Should I go one at a time or is more okay? I know they are no nonsense and very direct. How much can a newbie responsibly take on in making connections? Amazing fucking question. I love this. And my personal view is to start with one demon and get a feel for what their energy is like and work with that demon for minimum a couple weeks or a month. And when I say work with the demon... I'm talking about just meditating with their demonic N or meditating on their sigil and not necessarily asking them for anything. Just being in their presence, attuning to their frequency and getting to know who they are as an entity before you start making requests. 
What that is going to do is give you a really good understanding of how it feels for you to work with the demonic, what that specific entity's frequency is like, and it's also going to give you a better idea of what your capacity is like when it comes to working with these entities because we're all different. Like there are some people out there, they can work with 20 different demons at once and it is no problem whatsoever. That is that is the way that they work the best with these infernals. There are other people who are like a one demon kind of person. Like there are people out there who only work with Lucifer. And I've gone through periods in my own practice where I solely work with Lucifer. I don't connect with any other spirits whatsoever. I've done that for, for months and months at a time. So it's really, really up to you. But get a feel for what that one demon is like. And again, don't ask them for anything. Don't put any petitions in or anything like that when you're first getting to know them. Just to notice what it's like to be in their presence and in their frequency. And you're going to know through practice and experience when you have the capacity to work with other demons. Now, what you can do if you want to still explore the other demons is do some research, like read the books, listen to the podcast, watch the YouTube videos, and learn about other people's experiences to get a better understanding of who the demonic are. And then when you feel like you're at that place where you're ready to work with more than one and bring more into your practice, you'll have a better understanding of the ones who you're probably going to be a good fit for. So when you do put those invitations out or you make those requests to form relationships, you're going to have a better understanding of who you're going to vibe with the best. All right, that wraps up our Q&A episode. As I mentioned earlier, if you have questions that you want me to answer on the podcast, send me a DM over on Instagram and let me know. And if you love today's show, please leave us a review and tag me over in your Instagram stories. And I am Kelly Dawn. I hope you have an amazing, amazing rest of your day. And as usual, I can't wait to speak with you in the next episode.